Fernando, we back, baby. We back. We back. We back. Week one tomorrow. Um, Eagles Falcons. It's uh, it's it's football, man. We're back. Like, shoot, we had can't believe last it. week. It's crazy, man. Holy shit, man! It's like forever. It's been a long time coming, but we're right here. It's right around the corner. I'm all caught up on my fantasy drafts. I'm ready. Uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I hope you didn't draft Le'Veon Bell. No, hell no. I, I, that nonsense in Pittsburgh, man. That's crazy. I didn't. I've got some uh, some question marks on my fantasy team for sure. But but hey, I'll uh, I'll figure it out. I'll make some trades. I'll wheel and deal. I'll, I'll find someone on the waiver wire. And you know what? I'm a two time. Well, actually, not two time. But I am a defending <laughs> champion in yeah. both the leagues that I played in last year. I'm in three this year. So two of them I'm trying to repeat, and the other one I'm trying to to make a move. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, I, I just did one and added James Conner, and I already got like 17 trade offers. So I'm just going to hold on to him for a little while. But uh, <laughs> Eagles and Falcons tomorrow, that's going to be the big one. Uh, last year the Falcons decided to take a shit in the bed and only score 10 points in that last series <laughs> of play calling. Was, uh, um, it was such horrendous nonsense. Uh, Nick Foles got lucky in that one. He did play terrible. No matter what an Eagles fan says, he played terrible. Um, 15 to 10. Uh, the spread is like two and a half uh, favor of the Eagles. So it should be a good one. It should be close. You know how that, those Thursday night games after the Super Bowl winner is. They're, you know, they're pretty close. Or unlike last year, the Patriots decided to um, not show up and get blasted by the Chiefs. So we'll see. Oh yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a good game. I'm excited. I, you know, both of these teams are, are pretty loaded um, with regard to the Eagles. Oh, do you hear that in the background? Mm-hmm. Or is that just my computer? No, you're good. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was that was a random commercial on the internet. One of those little boxes that popped up. I thought Not you were able to. Um. No, I mean, but the Eagles are loaded. The Falcons have a, a shit ton of talent, a lot of really good young talent on defense, and I'm interested to see for them, you know, where they go from here because I think that'll be the key. I think offensively they'll be able to do uh, enough, but, uh, you know, let's see what they can do defensively. And uh, they're, they're an interesting team. There's a lot of good names on paper that they have. I've never been 100% sold on Atlanta. They've been one of those teams that I just always think will find a way to, to – not get the job done and Philadelphia you know they have a lot to prove they they brought home the chip that's great but they're you would even you'd have to surmise they they look even better on paper this year than last year mm-hmm. Wentz will be back um they'll be able to get him in slowly they won't have to rush him through anything and we'll see I I, I do think the Eagles are you know they've gotta they've gotta be despite I mean they've won the championship they won the Super Bowl but and they're definitely favorites in the NFC right now. Until someone else shows me something, they're the they're that team. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll be the favorite. Regard, I mean as of going in, because like you said, on paper they're solid. They're they're set up pretty well. I still got concerns in the corner spot. I got concerns in the slot spot. Um, we'll see how they do. You know, Nick Foles didn't look good in preseason, and if Nick Foles, I, I think they're praying that Nick Foles gets them through this first four games, like two and two. You know, just kind of manage it until. Carson gets back if he's going to come back by week four or if he comes back earlier, but he's not playing tomorrow night. So that's, um, that's a sign, you know, I mean, Eagles are smart to not rush him back. I read a report as doctor said not to, you know, Hey, he's rather him play one season or 15. So 
uh, they're playing it smart and letting Foles, you know, go out there and um, cover it, you know, for the first week, couple weeks and see how it goes. But I'm, I don't know, man, I'm kind of leaning towards a different team in the NFC East, but we'll see how it plays out. I've been looking at the Cowboys and people are going to shit on me for saying that, but that Cowboys defense is actually pretty solid. And if anyone actually looks it up and reads it over that roster and then watches the film, that defense is going to be very, very good. So. Yeah, no, I, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it too, I mean, they, they're a couple pieces away from looking pretty good defensively. You know, I think with them, with the Cowboys on the defensive side of the ball, it's, it's injuries. You know, yeah. from the cornerback position, I think there's question marks. Safety, there's question marks. But I like what they have at linebacker when healthy. Um, Except you know, for Van Der Esch. Yeah, I don't know about that pick. But, but outside of that, I think there's a good amount of talent. And if they can find a way to, to pry away – the what seems like the trap Earl Thomas from Seattle, <laughs> they can find a way to get him. I mean, that would be that would be a massive pickup for him and for Earl Thomas to go home, essentially, and uh, and be able to play and start fresh and and move forward. You know, I think that would be massive for for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he's a UT guy, and I, you know, like, you know, I'm going to UT, and they call UT DBU, and I'm like, no, they're not DBU. And then they start listing off these names. I'm like, no, you're still not DBU. But Earl was down here a couple weeks ago at, at UT training. I didn't see him, but I there was a big crowd around, and he was at the field just, you know, doing his, you know, whatever work he was doing. And I'm like, oh shit, you know, because um, I like, yeah, oh, yeah, Earl, get out of Seattle. I don't want to. I don't want to face you anymore. Just get out of Seattle. But if he goes to Dallas, that'll solidify that back end of the defense. Their corners are pretty good. People are sleeping on a woozy. And then uh, Byron Jones has moved from safety to corner. That's his natural position. Their safeties are okay. We'll see how they do. And like you said, their linebackers with Sean Lee, if he's healthy, and Jalen Smith, if he's healthy, then they'll be solid. But I don't like the Van Der Esch pick. But otherwise, that front four for Dallas should be pretty good. And the other front four or front seven that's going to be really good is Washington. No one's talking about them. Uh, that front seven in Washington is stacked. They got first rounders everywhere. They basically got Alabama's defense on that defensive yeah. line. Thing. That's uh, that's a team too that I'm excited to see because you know what I I I've gotten to a point where I actually feel bad for Alex Smith because I I don't I don't know what else the guy has to do to just just find a home and stay there. Like I mean, I know they didn't get the job done in Kansas City. But that's Andy Reid, though. So, you know? but, but agreed. I was just going to say, I think that's a product of a system, a flawed Andy Reid system that, you know, isn't going to get the job done. And for all the people that say Alex Smith is just a game manager, a checkdown guy, I mean, that's, that's not the case. I mean, that's just maybe what in the past the stigma has been with him. But he slings the rock, and especially when he had weapons out uh, at the wide receiver position in Kansas City, especially those last couple of years. Uh, he was throwing the ball deep and accurate, and he's extremely athletic. He can run. He, he can do everything you want a quarterback to do. And frankly, I don't know how everything's going to turn out, but I think that it was a good, good uh, for Washington. I think yeah. it's a smart financial move. They're getting – I mean, you could, you could argue that, uh, you know, maybe they get an upgrade at the quarterback position. I don't know. I, I, I mean, he's done it longer, and he's – He's a proven commodity, and who knows? I mean, who knows what, what goes on? I think, you know, Cousins has a, a nice setup in Minnesota, but I think they don't miss a beat 
swapping those quarterbacks. No, I, I don't really think so either. I think it's a, it's a big deal. And I'm hoping to see, you know, their uh, that offense step up a little bit, uh, you know, have some, some health uh, from the tight end spot and as well as uh, from the wide receiver position. You know, as long as guys are healthy and they've got a explosive players – uh, on that offense. Yeah, I mean, they still they get they added Paul Richardson, who tormented the Niners, you know, for in a couple games, and you got Josh Doxson as long once he, if he comes around. Um, running back, you know, they lost Darius Geis, but they they added Adrian Peterson. I'm not sold on that, but they still have Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson's a beast, and Chris Thompson is he's your every down back. He can be a third down back. He can do whatever you need him to do. Um, the Redskins got a good offensive line that people don't talk about either. Their right tackle is solid, man. Um, it's, it'll be good, you know, and then you know, we'll see what the Giants do. Saquon looked great in the one game that he played, but we're Penn State fans. We know Saquon is not an inside runner. He needs to get the outside, and he needs to go, 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 go. I was looking at PFF this morning and just looking at the offensive line on the uh, Giants. That right side is terrible. I was doing a, a comparison between the Jaguars and the Giants. It's such a mismatch. The right yeah. side, Campbell, Yannick versus – Flowers or whatever the hell his name is on the right side. Oh my God! It's Eli. Better hope he doesn't die week one. Well, I mean that—that's the big thing there with with the Giants is. Look, I I agree to a point that a talent like Saquon, you know, I don't think you let him slip by. I mean, they could have won a couple different ways, and there was a lot of running backs in the draft that they could have gone after. But with regard to Saquon, I, I mean he is such a, a talent and he's polarizing and to be able to put him on that offense is, you know, now all of a sudden, I mean, think about those defenses and in, in terms of, well, you got Odell out there and now you've got this, this stud running back that they haven't had in, Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know the last time they had a stud running back, even when they won the Super Bowls. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say, you know, what they had at that point in time were, just studs. I mean, they have a legitimate bell cow, every down kind of back type of receiver, a uh, game changer. But the real weaknesses for the team, they didn't really address. I mean, they added the running back, but that offensive line, like you said, there there's major holes there. And are they going to be able to keep Eli Manning upright? And are they going to be able to run the ball effectively when defenses really start game planning for these guys? Yeah, and you know, like we said, when la the last time we were on, we were talking about the NFC East. What I say, Alec Ogletree would look terrible, and he got destroyed all preseason in the past game. And I was trying to tell people, I'm like, come on, man, there's the Giants need a linebacker. They don't have one, and it's just he got exposed. He got destroyed. It was, you know, it's it's yeah. a wrap. But like you have to. Uh, they had to, they should have addressed that position later on in the draft. There's plenty of guys they could have got, um, but you know, it is what it is. The, uh, you know, the games will be starting here tomorrow. Um, then they got some good ones this weekend. Like I said, like I mentioned, the Giants and Jaguars. That's going to be good. Odell versus Jalen Ramsey is going to be amazing. I I'm looking forward to that one. Um, I like that. Yeah. Way to get the season off right with two uh, emotional leaders of their team. And, and Ramsey has a lot to prove. You know, he had a phenomenal year last year. And he's, he's running the mouth already. And now it's like, hey – you know what, I've seen seasons where a cornerback has a really, really good year, but but when we're talking about the elite corners, we're talking about sustaining that kind of play and that kind of swag for 
five, six, seven years. You know, this has to be sustained greatness. And I think he's got all the tools to do it. I mean, I think he's a stud. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little weird in the head, but but I think a lot of those guys, wide receivers and cornerbacks, have to be. I mean, they, they have to have an ego. They have to think, you know, that they are the shit 24-7 because they need to go out there and, and perform. And, you know, this is a big year for them, I think. And there's no better way to start it off than one of the best wide receivers in football to go up and line up against. Uh, so yeah, definitely. So um, Falcons and Eagles, who you got? You taking the Eagles at home? I'm going to take the Eagles at home. I, okay. I just – I think – and to be honest with you, I, I truthfully just think it's Philadelphia. It's going to be 90-something degrees. It's, it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. And that home field advantage is – that it's legit. Now, that home field – that's a place that you don't want them to get a, a top two seed, you know, in the NFC again and have to go to Philadelphia to, to win a game. And, and I think with all the craziness <clears> – <throat> of ring ceremonies and this, that, and the other and unveiling everything for the, the championship season. I think it's going to be tough. Uh, although I think it will be a very close game. I'm thinking anywhere from seven to 10 points, that type of, uh, you know, a touchdown. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if it was kind of a, a field goal separates these guys when it's all said and done. Yeah, I'm there with you. I got the Eagles 20 to like 20 to 17. That's how I got it. And low scoring, sloppy because it's game one. You know how that shit goes. Um, Giants and Jaguars. I'm going to lean towards the Jags in that one just because that defense is crazy and I don't trust the uh, Giants O-line. So I'm yeah. going to Jags in that one. I'm going to definitely go Jags on that. I'm going Jags on that one, although I'll be honest with you. I'm interested to see how the Giants' defense rebounds. They put a lot of money into that defense. And last year, to you know, I, I think last year's a product of that offense was so bad. And I think uh, the defense, it's hard to sustain, you know, it's how many three and outs can you go before eventually you're going you're gonna to give stuff up. And they ended up, I think, quit. I, I'll be honest with you, I think they, they quit on the offense and it just got to be a really ugly season. So I, I'm interested to see how they respond because they've got ballers on that defensive side that, you know, I'm looking to see them rebound. But I think Jacksonville is way too stout defensively. And as long as they can, you know, piece some things together offensively, run the ball, take care of business, have uh, Bortles, you know, don't put too much <laughs> on your shoulders. Just let them, let him, you know, sling the ball 15, 18 times. And, and <laughs> that's about it. That's the kind of game you want when it's all said and done. Yeah, they give Alex Smith the uh, game manager bullshit, but the Lake Bortles, 18, 18 touches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another <laughs> the other NFC games, uh, NFC East games. The Cowboys versus the Panthers. They're at Carolina. I'm taking Carolina in that one. I like DJ Moore. Um, I like the yeah, run game in Carolina. Terrible. The only thing that concerns me is that Carolina left side of the offensive line. Matt Khalil is terrible. I'm just gonna put that out there. He's <laughs> garbage. Like, come on, dog. You're gonna kill Cam. I mean, Cam's a big dude, but how are you oh my god they traded for him or they signed him in the offseason and he's mm -hmm. garbage there's a reason he was let go and he was in free he's a free agent panthers that left side of the o-line is pretty banged up and awful 
Um, but the run game should be pretty good with C.J. Anderson and Chris McCaffrey. And then they added Torrey Smith. They have D.J. Moore, and they still got flinches. So they got some, they got some weapons. And Cam, Cam's Cam with his 59% completion percentage, but Cam will still be Cam. Agreed. Uh, you know, I got, I've Cam in the, one of my fantasy leagues. It wasn't something I wanted to do. I ended up getting him in, I think, 70-something pick. You know, so I I rolled with him when it was all said and done. So I'm hoping he I'm hoping he's got a, a good season under him. But uh, we both know he's he is a another polaroid a uh, uh, polarizing figure in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But statistically, he's you know he he's an inconsistent, not very accurate quarterback. He does a lot with his legs that will. You know, plays on the run that hide the fact that sometimes just under center, he's just not a very accurate guy. So I don't know, but I, I do think that McCaffrey's in for a really good season uh, at the wide receiver position. They've got a little bit of everything from mm-hmm. big and strong to fast. I mean, they can they can beat you a couple different ways, and the defense is going to be there for Carolina. Uh, you know cornerback is something that I want to continue to see them uh, get better at from that position. But for the most part, I think, I think they will do enough to beat Dallas. Yeah. I like Bradbury, the corner in Carolina. They don't, that'll be a pretty good game. I think that'll be a close one too. Um, that should be a pretty close game, but I'm going to take the Panthers in that one. And then the game that I'm actually kind of, I'm kind of intrigued by is mm-hmm. Cardinals and the Redskins uh, mm-hmm. in, in Arizona, Sam Bradford starting, the old line is terrible, but Sam Bradford does have some have some toys to play with. People are like, "Oh, there's nothing there." No, they still got JJ Nelson. Excuse me, they added Christian Kirk from Texas A&M. David Johnson mm-hmm. is back, and then Old Man Larry is still there. You know, um, so that should be pretty good. And then we discussed it last time. There's no safeties in Washington. They got corners, but they don't got safeties. So maybe they play where they beat. They try to beat you in the middle. The Cardinals do all game. Um, but I'm going to take the Redskins in that one uh, just because I trust Alex Smith more than I do Sam Bradford. And um, the receivers in Washington seem to be just a little bit better. Um, I like I like a little bit more the the Redskins' protection. And Alex knows how to dump the ball off and get rid of it, and he can move if he's under pressure. Sam, Sam's a fucking statue. He ain't going anywhere. He's just going to stay Yeah, there. I mean, no one wants to see Sam Bradford get hit. Um, especially Arizona fans, because that you know he's at that point in his career where when he hits the ground, you're holding your breath to see if he's going to get up. Like you're not sure, but <clears throat> you know I, I want to see David Johnson. Yeah, I want to yeah. see how he looks, how he's moving, and you know this is a different team than when he killed the league on both as a receiving back and you know rushing the ball. This team is a lot different. The Rosarian's gone, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a different team, and he's going to have to get settled and figure it out. He's super talented, so I think he will figure it out. And again, for my own personal fantasy sake, I hope he does figure it out. <laughs> but that team has uh, – I think that team has a lot of holes in it on the offensive side of the ball. Um I think they, they've got great pieces defensively, but they're even getting a little along the tooth on some of their, their major positions defensively. Yeah. And Washington, to me, 
is that's that team that's getting shitted on in the NFC and I don't know why in the NFC East. And I'm not, I don't know why, because I, I think they're good enough to compete with everybody in that division. And yeah. We'll see. I, I do think that's a that's a game that uh, Washington will win, and, and I think it could be by a decent margin. Yeah, the Redskins can could you know go three and three in the division. They can they can you know win their one and ones you know uh, versus the Eagles, the Cowboys, and and the Giants. And you know I don't see why they wouldn't. So that's that's going to be dope. Um, Khalil Mack. I was just going to say this Sunday night, are you kidding? Like, I need to see that. And I want to see Khalil Mack just dump on Aaron Rodgers, something vicious. On, and, and, but I want Aaron to get up. I, I'm not saying I want Chicago to win, but I just want him to do that on a primetime game before his Oakland Raiders play on Monday night, before his old team. And I want him to in the camera just – just flex on them just to be like Oakland you guys are idiots I don't know what like you're morons I'm here in Chicago and I'm here on some kind of defense now that's looking pretty damn good and looking like we're they're getting that ball rolling on the defensive side of the ball I think there's still a lot of question marks offensively but on the defensive side of the ball oh yeah. that's becoming a, a team that's uh they remind and, me. They remind me of our Niners, like, man. A young Niner team. The young yep. Niner team with their linebackers and safeties. I mean, it, it's corners a little suspect, but right. everything else is is on you know on par. You still got Leonard Floyd. You got Khalil Mack. Aaron Lynch is on that team. If he decides to get his head out of his ass, you add him to that. That's. That's a filthy we, pass we, rush. We know Aaron real well, and what? he was one of the biggest letdowns. Oh, my God. Because that guy. When he, he wants to play. Shape, and he's driven. He's relentless, and he gets off the ball so fast. Man, that's a shame. He, he's a big regret of mine because I would, at this point with the Niners, they could use a really good – Aaron Lynch right now and shame on him for for never getting it right yeah I mean you know that's I, I don't blame the Niners for letting him go they want guys who want you know who want to play regularly but the Bears their defense is gonna be solid um oh, yeah. we may disagree here I'm gonna take the Bears on Sunday night um just because of that defense uh-huh um and it's, it hey. goes against it goes against me completely because I don't I don't like Mitch Trubisky I don't like the Bears. I like to talk shit about the Bears. My brother's a Bears fan, so we do this all day, every day. But I'm going to take the Bears on Sunday night, man. I, th- I think they'll pull it out. You know, Bears Bears played pretty well at Green Bay, except for those couple times when Cutler was there. But the last couple of years, they played them close. They played them pretty decent. Um, I'll, I'll take the Bears on Sunday, and it'll be, you know, a six, five, six-point game. Nothing, nothing crazy, but just enough to put the league on notice. Like, yo, we're here. We're coming. Bears could be that surprise team that sneaks in the playoffs or even gets that wild card spot and, you know, beats yeah. out the Packers or beats out the Lions or even beats out the Vikings because I'm not completely sold on the Vikings either, but that's a, we'll get to them in a, in a few minutes. But um, I'll take the Bears on Sunday. So you can have the Bears because I'm not taking the Bears <laughs> almost ever. Uh, I'm going with that bad man, Stephen A. Smith, calls him all the time. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to sling the rock. They made a concerted effort 
as a team to get better at the cornerback position. They've drafted. They've got some players defensively. I, I like this Green Bay Packers team. The only question mark for me is that wide receiver position. Uh, I think losing Jordy Nelson, uh, I think it irked Aaron Rodgers. It should have. I think they did him dirty in that regard because, I mean, I just don't see how you just get rid of the guy. I mean, I, yeah. I know he's getting a little old and, hey, we may need to part ways, but that's your quarterback's favorite weapon. And when he's healthy – he is a dangerous guy from all over the field. So I think it'll be interesting, but I do think, you know, I, I think by the end of this season, there'll be a wide receiver or two that no one was talking about that's going to come out and put up some really good numbers because they're playing with the best quarterback in the National Football League. I'll say his name right now. Equiminius St. Brown, kid from, the kid from Notre Dame. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. The only, you know, Devontae Adams, he's on my like shitless doghouse, but he's so talented. <laughs> like that kid is so talented. I just need to see it every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, you know, catching a big ball here and there. Like I, I want to see this guy get, get a off. ton of yards, a ton of touchdowns because you're the guy now. You yeah. got other young wide receivers, but you're the guy now. So, yeah show up and hey let's not forget you know jimmy graham right mm -hmm. i mean granted I, I, jimmy graham you know he's uh you know at one point he was super feared when he was in new orleans and then yeah. he goes and i think it's died down a little bit i don't think people are as afraid of jimmy graham as they were at one point but now all of a sudden you put him with aaron Rodgers and that's a little scary. I mean, that's that could be interesting. They're going to need to run the ball. I think they'll be okay, though. I think that team is – if those cornerbacks, uh, if they can get it right quickly on the defensive side, I think offensively not, there won't be a problem. Yeah, no, I, Green Bay will be good. The Green Bay will be in the mix towards the end of the year. As long as Aaron Rodgers is the key, as long as he's healthy, they'll be fine. Um, I'll stick with the Bears. You go ahead and go Green Bay. We'll talk yeah. about it. I'm going to go Green Bay by 10. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. That Chicago Bears defense, though, it's going to start off great. And I just think – and still, I think by the end of the game, it'll you'll sit there and be like, damn, Chicago's defense is scary. Yeah. But I just – I'm interested to see how many points Chicago can put up because at some point your defense can do a lot, but you got to put up some points on the board. And I think Green Bay, despite how good I think that defense will be, will put will just just because of Aaron Rodgers find a way to get in the end zone and score. You know, once or twice more than Chicago. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, the other uh, NFC North game, the Lions and the Jets. Uh, that's kind of like a toss game for me. I, I really don't care. Do I have to watch that? Like I, did, it's on Monday. You know, is it's that can that be blacked out? Do we have to have that on Monday? Jeez. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess because uh, it's Sam New York. Yeah, uh, Darnold, right? Darnold. Sam Darnold, wrong person, but yeah. yeah. I guess because of Darnold, because there's no fucking reason why anyone wants to watch the Detroit Lions or the Jets, even though I do think the Jets. That defense, I, I do think the, the Jets, look, I mean, they're, I think they're about two years away from if they can keep making the right moves. Yeah. 
think they're about they two receivers. away from being pretty scary. If Darnold pans out, if Darnold pans out, that's going to be all right. Well, first of all, they do have some receivers. They have a lot of receivers actually. Yeah. Anuma, but, um, Curse, uh, what's his name, Robbie Anderson. Probably, they got some players, man. Yeah, if he can, uh, not. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be playing for a few weeks. He might play this week and maybe next week. At some point, this guy was going to be suspended. So I don't. Oh, I don't yeah, that's right. I'm not sure when, but it's, it's going to happen because everything <laughs> I read about his offseason, I don't know how that guy is not already suspended. I, if the Jets were smart, they would just not play him for the first few weeks and just hope that the league's like, all right, time served, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because so, there's no way he's not getting suspended. Uh, let's see. I just pulled it up. Uh, ESPN is saying potentially not going to be suspended. So we'll see. I don't know. What? Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't understand. Tell a cop <laughs> a felony arrest. How are you not suspended? But yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but how can you tell a cop that you are going? I mean, people, if you haven't read this, you need to read this arrest report. And the thing that this wide receiver, who's, I believe, a Temple guy, I'm pretty um, – I wouldn't doubt it. I, I'm almost positive. That's just – I threw that in my head quick. But I, I'll be 100% honest with you. You read that report. Yeah, he's Temple. He's Temple. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a Temple dude. Stupid, fast, good wide receiver. You know, oh, yeah. made, some, made some splashes last year. Um but you can't have the off season that he had. And if he doesn't get suspended, then I don't know what the hell you need to do to get suspended in the NFL for conduct. Like at the very worst, that the little NFL badge on him. I mean, he made that look like shit this off season. So whatever. I mean, I mean it is what it is. The kid can play 63 catches, 941 yards last year, seven touchdowns with McCown at quarterback. So he's just a weirdo. He's just, he's just not right. He's going to be one of those guys. I mean, but it's weird. I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then, you know, on the other side, the Lions. Lions got a new head coach. I'm not a Matt Patricia guy. I think he's a fucking idiot. I don't believe in him at all. The Patriots defense looks way better without him. It's crazy to think because when you're looking at week the, the week three game when they played the Eagles, yeah, there's no scheme, things like that. But they're bringing so much pressure from different areas on the field that Matt Patricia didn't think about. Uh, Derek Rivers was a guy that I wanted for the Niners. He's healthy now, and he's coming off the edge, and he's exploding. It's disgusting um, for the Patriots. But the Lions, they got some holes. They got holes everywhere, you know, in, in their defensive line. Their linebacking position is a little bit better. Obviously, they got a solid corner. They got some safeties. They're there on that side. Wide receiver, I like Kenny Galladay. I like Golden Tate, and I like Marvin Jones. Here. They got receivers, and, of course, I like Stafford. So, I'm going to take the Lions in this one. I don't think Sam gets it done in game one. They are at Detroit. I'll take the Lions. Um, but we'll see how the Lions do throughout the year. I'm saying below 500 uh, for the first year just because Patricia I – don't, I don't believe in Matt Patricia. Uh, but I do believe in Stafford. But there's – you know, you need a, a head coach who's offensive-minded with a quarterback like Stafford. And he hasn't had one in a while. Or he actually has, he's never really had one like that. So. Oh, he hasn't. So, I mean, think about that. Uh, at the quarterback position, to be honest with you, it's it's all about the, the situation that you get into, yeah. you know, and and you can waste. I mean, Matt Stafford is a talent. 
And he's got, oh, yeah. he's got everything. You, he's got the arm. He's a, he's got a cannon arm. He can sling the ball all over the field. But he got put in a situation that uh, Detroit is just historically just doesn't can't make the right moves. Can't get the coach. Can't get things organized as a franchise. They are piss fucking poor. I mean, oh just yeah. Not a yeah. Good franchise. Um, and what were some of the other? quarterbacks in that draft i'm trying to uh, man. the stafford draft yeah the stafford um, draft i'm trying to think of that offhand because i'm just as an example of you know situations just i'll just throw out um i know this necessarily wasn't the draft but you know you can you can as you look that up maybe you've got the alex smith and the aaron Rodgers draft and you aaron Rodgers went to a situation where he is playing for a historically great franchase that's set up makes the right moves he waits he waits and gets in there and nothing misses nothing skips a beat he went to and then you have Alex Smith who went to a San Francisco franchise at the time that was just going through a real bad stretch where they couldn't you know they couldn't get the right coach they couldn't get the right draft I mean they were slowly building things up but his initial situation wasn't a good situation for him to thrive in off the bat yeah because uh, he went number one he went one to Detroit and then the next oh, relevant the next relevant pick who's uh-huh. still in the league was number 10 the Niners took Crabtree so oh, one to 10 that draft was pretty terrible Jason Smith Tyson Jackson Aaron Curry Mark Sanchez Andre Smith Darius Hayward Bay. Well, here, there, there's my point right there. Yeah. There, you just mentioned it. Mark Sanchez. I mean, mm-hmm. Mark Sanchez had more success than Matt Stafford has ever had from a playoff standpoint. Yeah, and, and yeah. that was simply because of the situation he was put in, where they the didn't defense. ask a whole lot from the defense was off the chain. They they took care of business. They they just they managed the game and Matt. And and Sanchez looked like he could have been a quarterback of the future for them. And then as things started to move on, players left, this and that, and more was put on his shoulders, it was very obvious that he couldn't take care of it. And butt fumble, and I mean, it got ugly for Sanchez after a while, but he was – he was like Broadway Joe for a little bit there in New York. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then you've got, you've got Stafford there in Detroit that just can't seem to get shit right because the organization's shitty. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, one of my laughing games, I'm going to call this game like the it was all good just a week ago game of the week. And that's Seattle and Denver. I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> – those two fucking teams were like powerhouses. Like they were, yeah. you were like, man, these are, they're going to be good for a fucking while. And both of them are going through it right now. And they're, yeah. they're, they're going through it. And, you know, maybe, you know, Denver's still going to have a pretty good defense, but that's an older defense now. Seattle, same thing, an older defense. And they've got some younger pieces. And I like Shaq. Um, but, uh, but be, to be honest with you, man, Russell Westbrook's going to have to bust ass this season to get that team to eight and eight. <laughs> well, the Thunder will, yeah, the Thunder will need Westbrook for that. Russell Wilson will have to bust ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. There we hey, go. So crazy. So real quick on that 2009 draft, um, it's pretty fucking terrible. But yeah. 
Julian Edelman was taken in the seventh round, 232. So, like, the best players in that draft, Julian Edelman, uh, Clay Matthews, Matthew Stafford. Uh, let's see here. Malcolm Jenkins, Alex okay. Mack, and that's about it. The rest of that draft is pretty bad. Man, that's a terrible draft. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's players here, you know, but nothing that's going to, like, oh, you know, we got – this is a really good – oh, LaShawn McCoy, second round, okay. 50. Okay, 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 okay. But even still, that's, what, six players out of 300 and whatever the number is, 250-something? Okay. Yeah, it's not so, a very good draft, especially you know. with recent years. Um, a lot of studs are coming out of college, so – that, that's a weaker. That's a weaker one, to, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, definitely not a definitely not a good draft. So, uh, hey, what do you think about this Tampa Bay New Orleans uh, Sunday afternoon game? I am very stoked to see this New Orleans offense year two, like this changed offense, this exciting defense, especially their defense. It looks like they they can play ball right now. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see this New Orleans team at the last stretch of Drew Brees' career, like what what they can do. Because I didn't think Drew Brees would have another shot. And no. here they are, and they've switched out wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, and now they've got this offense that looks lethal and a defense that's yeah exciting. I don't think Drew Brees has a low statistical year again like he did last year. I think they will – Run the ball well those first four weeks because let me be let me be very loud and clear. I was an Alvin Kamara guy from the game he played at Texas A and M when he was at Tennessee. I don't mm. understand why people don't people people looked overlooked him after that game. He shit on Texas A and M, who had one of the top defenses in the SEC that year. People were like, oh no, we need to see more. I'm like, no, you don't need to see shit. That boy can run. He can catch. He made he made Miles Garrett look like a fucking idiot. Like. So many times in that game, it was insane. Kamara is going to be a beast. They added Mike. Uh, they added uh, Gillisley in free. In uh, he he got mm-hmm. cut by the by the Patriots, and they added him. So he'll take over for Ingram while he's gone. So that's going to be a nice one-two punch. Drew Brees will be solid. The offense is solid. They got receivers everywhere. The offensive line has been better. And then of course, like you said, the defense. You got Lattimore. You got Marcus Williams. Yes, he made that bonehead mistake in the playoff game but the kid only missed four tackles all season yeah, I mean, he made a rookie mistake at the yeah. wrong time i yeah. mean that's what that's what happened i fully anticipate the saints to shit on the, the bucks week one and they're do, do you think health aside as long as everyone's healthy if all is equal the new orleans saints can win the nfc Yes. Do they have think, what it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have a coach, they have a franchise quarterback, and they have a backup that no one's discussing right now. They still have Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater he's a proven commodity. The man can play. Yes, he may you may say his arm's a noodle, but Sean Payton can scheme it up, you know, to where it it is um Sean looked like yeah. he really wanted him. Like yeah. Sean was like, I want this kid because you know what? He can sit for two, three years. And we'll get him right, and he can hop in there, and New Orleans will keep ticking with Teddy and Kamara and the boys will we'll run mm-hmm. after that. They are loaded. I don't know how they do what they – I don't know how they just keep it coming. I mean – Yeah, they had a rough spell there, you know, those couple years after the Super Bowl, but they bounced mm-hmm. it back, and they've gotten it right. They've had a really good draft last year. 
Saints, is that I, I got Saints by Saints by ten plus. Saints will win ten or ten or more. Oh, I don't. I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think this is gonna. It's at home. Yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, and they're they're out. I think they have a chip on their shoulder. I think you know, barring the boneheaded safety play. Um, they could have gave, gave Philly a run. They could have given Philly a run. And I don't think Philly wanted to play. I think Philly got exactly the matchup they really wanted. Mm-hmm. But it was all said and done because I think New Orleans matched up so well with Philadelphia because New Orleans was the one team that was going to strike fear in their defense from an offensive standpoint. Like yeah. That was a team that you thought we could be damn good defensively and Drew Brees will still find a way to get the ball into the end zone. And, yeah. and I think that's a team that I'm really excited to see. Uh, I'm bummed out this year. Kamara's not on any of my teams, whereas <laughs> last year he, I got him on the cheap, cheap, and he helped me and uh, amongst other guys get to that championship and win it. So that's a team I'm super excited to watch this year. Yeah, the, the Saints. The Saints will be solid. That Bucks game, I think that'll be a that might be a bloodbath. Um, Wouldn't doubt. Tampa Bay's in a weird place <laughs> right now. Yeah, they're definitely in a weird spot. Um, sticking with the NFC South, you know, we already got the Falcons in there. We got the Bucks and the Saints. Uh, actually, we got the Panthers in there, so we've we've covered them. The NFC North, we've covered them. We're gonna save the Niners for last because that's our spot. We're gonna go in on them. Yeah. Um, so let's hop over here to this Brown Steelers game. No Le'Veon Bell on Sunday. I don't, I don't know. Look, I'm, I might lean the Browns in this one. They're at home. Carlos Hyde, our guy, is over him. there. Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson can run the ball very well. My concern with the Steelers is linebacker and corner. And Todd yeah. Haley knows that defense inside and out. He was there for how long? Look, Pittsburgh <clears throat> Pittsburgh's a tough team, man. I, I think they get – I think they're loaded talent-wise, especially mm-hmm. offensively. I think no defensively they've, they've taken their foot off the gas. And they've dra- – you know, they've made – of recent, they, they've made an effort to, to get better defensively. But, um, look, I, I don't like Ben Roethlisberger's motor. Um, Le'Veon Bell, I, it's very obvious the team is just kind of over antics. Um, you know, you, you posted something earlier today with, um, you know, his offensive lineman, you know, really just getting after him on uh, yeah. you know, the reporters. And to me, that's a signal that the head coach said, go ahead, just just get after the boy. Like, let him know how you feel. Don't be afraid. Because to be honest with you, I think that team is good enough to uh, – I think Tomlin has a handle enough on that team that if – he didn't want any of his players talking about Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. No one would have said anything. Yeah, Tom keeps it hush-hush, man. He yeah. So the fact that they were very obviously, you know, criticizing him for not being there tells me that there's a lot of dissension from the head coach and it's bubbling down to the offensive linemen. And that's not what you want, man. And, and he, I know he wants to get paid, and, and he's a stud, and – a lot of teams would love to have them, but you know, well, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's about trying to contend to get out of the AFC. I mean, they're yeah. trying to win a Super Bowl. 
Uh, that's what their goal is. And in order for them to do that, I think barring um, someone else stepping up uh, and filling those shoes that I don't think they can fill, I don't think they can win a Super Bowl or even maybe necessarily get to a Super Bowl without him. And they're going to have to figure something out and either get rid of him or <clears throat> pay the man. I don't know. At some point, yeah. they want him there, but I, don't, I can see why they're hesitant to pay him. But at the same time, um, the numbers don't lie. I mean, no. him in that offense, is, it, it changes everything. Yeah. The uh, Steelers, man, they – they got enough to get it done. I think. I think they'll. They're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Um. I, I would. I. You know. I shouldn't say it like that because I actually. I'm in on the Ravens a little bit this year, but they should make the playoffs. The Steelers are either a wild card or the division. Um. But with no Le'Veon Bell, that changes a couple things dynamically. James Conner is a solid running back. You know, he's from Pitt. He played at Pitt. Um. It should be. They should be fine. But Cleveland. Cleveland's got players, and people don't. You know, I like Cleveland. They got like they're disrespecting them. You know, on paper they look good. My question mark is coaching. Hugh Jackson, you know, he's the head coach. And we saw it on I don't know if you've seen any hard knocks. I did. I'm, yeah, I've been watching. I'm just like, what the hell is he talking about? You know? Um Yeah. I mean, Hugh's on the hot seat. Hugh is a lame duck right now. I think I think Todd Haley's gonna be the head coach probably next year anyways. This Ooh. is kinda no matter what happens okay. in Cleveland, okay. I'll take Todd Haley as the head coach next year and then they'll just, you know. They'll be back, hopefully, to relevancy. You know, at least, at least, at least, winning games. I don't need you to win ten games to be relevant, but you know, be competitive. Uh, win five, six, seven games. Make it interesting because it's been Steelers, Ravens, Steelers, Ravens. You know, a couple Cincinnati sprinkled in here and there, but I, I, I don't know, man. Steelers, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. I'm gonna just go with the upset here. I'm gonna take the Browns. I'll take the Browns in a close one, six points. Uh, Carlos Hyde gets two touchdowns. And I'm gonna fucking be pissed off while our running backs have an issue on Sunday. But uh, uh, we'll talk, we'll talk about points. that, man. Car- <laughs> um, freaking Carlos Hyde. Look, I Cleveland is like if you handed me Madden and said pick a franchise right now, like outside of the Niners, if I couldn't have the Niners, mm-hmm. I would I would strongly consider picking Cleveland because they just have a lot of really young, like really young great players that i'm i'm excited to see how they pan out in the league yeah. um you know i i think uh the the whatever tayrod tyrod taylor or <laughs> um and then got, can play, man. oh i mean I, he's one of those he's always getting slept on and and he kind of you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why Buffalo did him dirty the way they did him dirty last year, but he's a good player. Yeah. And and then you've got my boy from Oklahoma, just waiting, just <clears throat> waiting in the wings, just like, all right, let's get through this. You know, let's get through this QB one thing, and we'll get him moved mm-hmm. out in a couple of maybe next year, and I'll take over. But at some point, <clears throat> those Cleveland. Brown fans, they're going to want him. And I think that's going to be the interesting thing. The second Taylor throws a couple picks, which he, he, you know, he's 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 not a turnover machine. He's not a turnover machine. He's a safer quarterback. But the second things get a little rough, I could see that fan base going like, where's Baker? Mm -hmm. Where's Baker? Where's Baker? 
and they're loaded at running back. They have a good offensive line. They've got a, a, a freak tight end that mm-hmm. if he can put a couple things together and he shores up those hands, he's going to be a problem. And let's not forget about the potential of Jarvis Landry and Gordon opposite each other. Just uh, And Callaway. No one's talking about Callaway. No. I mean, the, Gordon – with nobodies at quarterbacks, were putting up ridiculous numbers in yeah. the little amounts of time he was playing before getting suspended or, or or whatnot. This guy is a freak, and to now add him and land like the, this offense could be really scary and tough for defenses to beat because they could they could just rotate three four running backs all day long, fresh legs. A great tight end, great run at wide receivers. I mean, and a and a good offensive line on top of a defense that's chock full of young studs. So, I mean, that that's an exciting team. Cleveland Browns should be their fans should be excited for this season. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if at home the dog pound squeaks up, squeaks out a win while Ben Roethlisberger still fat and and all <laughs> pathetic, crying about whether he wants to play football or not because he's going to get sacked a couple times. He might even throw one or two picks, and then you know Cleveland might get the job done. Yeah, I mean, get, he, not jump on Ben right now because towards the end of the season, that's that's when he'll get it going. This is yeah. the perfect time for them to get a win at home to get their fans excited. Yeah, you know, and, you know, he's he's a little – he might be a little paranoid Mason Rudolph's there now, but we'll see. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Browns in an upset. Um, speaking of the uh, – we were talking about the Bills and how they did Tyrod Dirty. They got the Ravens this week. I'm going to take the Ravens. I don't trust Nathan Peterman. He was okay at Pitt. I, you know, I, I thought he had some potential. We'll see how he does. Ravens defense, as always, is going to be good. Um, exactly. Joe Flacco looks in shape. They got some receivers now. The running back is solid. Alex Collins' offensive line is Marshall Yonda. Are you kidding me? The man's a beast. Mm-hmm. You know they got players everywhere. Ravens should be solid. I I have the Ravens or the Steelers possibly winning that division. Um, so it would be it'd be something that's crazy. It should be pretty good. Look, I like the Ravens this year. In turn, I like what they did offensively. Uh, I like their defense. And there, I don't think they're. It's gonna be Mr. Joe Flaco, um, Mr. Elite. It's gonna be on his shoulders. And they've got a team that they could they could really give Pittsburgh a run for their money uh, for that division. But Buffalo, Buffalo, I I, I don't even know. I, I don't understand, Mr. Uh, that's Mr. Five Picks, right? Yeah. Peterman. Yeah. Like, look, I get it. That was a one game kind of thing, but that that organization in general, also, I'm not a massive fan of the Buffalo Bills organization. Not not since maybe the the '90s, but uh, you know, outside of that, that that organization, I'm not a fan of. I don't like what they did to Taylor last year. You know, just finding ways to bench their quarterback to put someone else in. I mean, they were just they were just looking desperately to move on from him, and they made it terribly obvious to everybody. So, 
I hope Baltimore throttles them at home. Yeah. Although McCoy McCoy's going to play, you know, he's got his little investigation going on and uh, we'll be monitoring that. But, um, you know, I, I still like shady, but no, nah, I don't. I that was a little don't. shady what he did though. Or if he, yeah. did, that's, uh, if he did that, exactly. Pretty suspect. So I'm remember, going Baltimore all the way. I remember I heard some stuff about him at Tally Ho when he was down in Philly. So, or in, or in Bethlehem. Remember when they were around there? He had a whole bunch of Tally Ho. I, I don't. About it. I don't question. Oh, bro. Oh man. So you got the Steelers, Browns, Ravens, and then the Bengals and the Colts. That's going to be probably the most boring game of the week unless Andrew Luck decides to light it up. Um, I'm hoping, man. I've got him sitting on a bench in one of my leagues just to see, you know, see what's good. Does he start slinging the rock? Offensively, Indianapolis uh, is an interesting team to me. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm always like, man, if they could just get their quarterback right, Mm -hmm. that could be a – you know, that could be a team that could could really move the chains. Um, but but I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to see from from Andrew Luck. And I, to be honest with you, Andrew Luck's one of those guys that I actually really like. So I'm hoping – Yeah. I'm hoping he can well. get back healthy. Like, I'm hoping. Because he's one of those – he's just like an old school guy and a young kid that you – you know, he's not a flashy guy. He just works hard. Unfortunately, he's had to deal with that shoulder. Um, and Cincinnati's got uh, – the Red Rocket. Yeah, Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. I, the Bengals got a good defense. Uh, Carl Lawson. They got players everywhere on defense. Offensively, it's going it's to come down to Andy Dalton, but the Colts defense doesn't scare me. Um, uh, Quentin Nelson didn't look great in the game versus the Niners. Armstead was giving him the business That's all right. first quarter. Like, he was working Quentin Nelson. And Arik Armstead is not some elite pass rusher. So we'll see how much better he's gotten. But I'm I'm riding the Bengals on that one. Bengals will take that win because I we haven't seen Andrew Luck push the ball down the field yet in the preseason. Um, hopefully he gets better and, you know, God willing, he's, he's right. And they don't have a running back. Jordan Wilkins or uh, Marlon Mack will be the starter. We haven't, they haven't released that yet. So we'll see there. Um, defensively, again, the Colts don't scare anybody. Um, I'm, I'm going to ride Bengals there and probably, you know, a 10, 10, 13 point game Bengals will win that one. So, um, what do you think about, what do you think about, um, Mixon? He's going to have a good year. Yeah. I think Mixon will have a good year. Mixon will be the safety blanket. Mixon will be the Le'Veon Bell to the, for the Bengals. You know, Mixon was solid at OU. I saw him play plenty when I lived in Oklahoma. Mixon's a good back, regardless of his punching a lady in the face. You know, he might be a dickhead, but the kid can play some ball. Um, Bengals got receivers. You know, they still got A.J. Green. They got Tyler Eifert. They got some players. Offensive line is pretty good. Defensive line is solid. They re-signed um, Dunlap and uh, what's his name? Um, Atkins, Geno. You know, they, their defensive line is set. Linebackers are pretty decent. And Carl Lawson was the guy that got went drafted late from Auburn, and he was killing last year. So, I wouldn't say I wouldn't expect anything less. I'm, I'm gonna take the Bengals in that one, so that, that'll be a good one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that, I mean that's Cincinnati. The the only thing they have going for them is that this is Week One, and Andy Dalton is a fucking machine in the preseason and weeks one through four or five, and then the second those games start to fucking matter, 
he slowly gets worse and worse. So the good thing for Cincinnati is this is the beginning of the season. There's not a lot of pressure, and they might be able to to, to sling the rock a little bit. Um, um, it'll be interesting to see what they can do, but I'm more interested in seeing what Indianapolis has to offer when it's all said and done. I don't think they'll have enough yet, Indianapolis, to get the job done week one. So I do think Cincinnati will take care of business with that defense, and hopefully – Indianapolis can uh, can keep Andrew Luck upright. I mean, that's that's what they got to do. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. He doesn't need a shoulder injury. But, yeah, the Colts yeah. Colts and Bengals game, they played in week four of the preseason, and they're playing again week one. That's really stupid. Um, <laughs> the yeah, other, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, the other AFC South game, Titans versus Dolphins. I'm taking the Titans. Um, I think Frank – Frank Gore still gets his yards to go in fourth place in the all-time rushing list. He needs 76 yards to be fourth all-time. Um, but Titans will win this one. I think Titans have a lot more uh, offensive weapons than the Dolphins have defensive weapons. So I'm going to ride Titans there. Marcus Mariota with uh, LaFleur there. I think they'll be just fine. Corey Davis was my breakout player of the year. So I, I expect Corey Davis to get busy. And then John G. Smith and Delaney Walker will be solid for the Titans against the Dolphins. I don't know how you feel about that you one. Say Corey. Yeah, you did say Corey Davis was going to be that dude this year. Look, my my estimate is that Derrick Henry is going to have like 175 yards rushing and at least two touchdowns. Like that's how I think going down. Oh, shit. I think Derrick Henry is going to ball. Like, I think he's going to ball out. He's going to say to Marco Murray, who is my show now, I need to stay healthy and get out there. And I think week one against Miami, you're going to see this guy's going to get the touches he needs to get. I think he's going to freaking ball out. And I say that again because he's on one of my fantasy teams. So that's (laughs) what uh, one of my hopes are. So I think this is a big year for Marcus Mariota. Uh, he's got he's to gotta, he's gotta have a little more of a, a bounce-back type of uh, season. Uh, I, I think he's a, a great young quarterback, but at the same time, he's got a lot of talent around him, and he's need, he needs to take care of business. Like he, he's he's got to get the ball in the end zone, and he's got to put up more than – what did he have last year? 12, 13 touch. I mean, I, I don't recall exactly what he had last year. Maybe. Yeah. Um, he, he had more interceptions than he had touchdown passes. It was like 15 to 13 or something. 13 yeah, or 15, I mean, something like that. It was, it wasn't, that, it wasn't a good year. It was that guy should be in the 3,500 yards passing and the 20 something touchdown range. I mean, yeah, not 20 something interception range or close to, 20. I mean, he should be closer to 20 something touchdowns and maybe more like, eight to ten interceptions. Yeah, the the Titans did well with his offensive weapons. They got, you know, Derrick Henry was there, but they added Deion Lewis, like a pass-catching running back. Exactly. You know, and the Dolphins, no disrespect to the Dolphins, but they got issues. You know, let's just be real about it. You know, Daniel Kilgore is a new center. I'm not certain on their offensive line too much. I know they've gotten some pieces there. I do like the running backs, Kenyon Drake, and, of course, Frankie G., so they're there. And Tannehill, we'll see how he does. You know, I, I'm an Adam Gates fan. We'll see how they get down. Um, I like Tannehill. He just, he's, he just can't stay on the field. I mean, when he's on the field, he's a good quarterback. He just can't stay on the field. 
Yeah. Is if, is if he's healthy, then they'll be they'll be fine. But I, I'm going to take Titans this one. Their defense is a little bit better. Offense is a little bit better. They should win, you know, six plus. I would assume there. So that that'll be a solid one. Um, and then the final uh, AFC South game is uh, Texans versus the Patriots. Deshaun Watson's back. Patriots Let's coming go. off the Super Bowl loss. That's going to be a solid game. Um, I'm I'm leaning Patriots just because it's Tom and it's Bill. And it's at home. They don't I'm going really... Houston. I'm going, going Houston. Houston. I'm okay. going that defense is going to be relentless. Uh, and they've got they got their boy Watson back. I think that's going to light a fire under everybody. I think the defense is going to play harder. Offensively, they've got a ton of weapons too. Offensively, um, and Deshaun Watson was not afraid of New England the last time he played him, and I I know damn well. He's out to ball, and he 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 may be this. This is going to be something special. That uh, you know, if he can come out there and perform against New England on the road, week one after uh, you know first appearance from an injury, this will be something special. I'm hoping to see a good good football game on both sides of the ball because Houston has the potential. To be so dynamic. Um, yes. Well, and New England's in a transition. Yeah, I mean, they don't have Edelman. Um, you know, they, Actually, they, they don't have, don't have They don't have Amendola. Uh, you know, they're they're kind of it's going to be a committee type of receiver thing. I don't know who's going to get the ball. They got Hogan. Um, uh, you know, Cordell expect, Patterson. Yeah, you know, I expect a, a couple of things from here and there, but they don't have uh, Deion Lewis. It'll. It'll be interesting what, what goes down. I, I think, um, you know, I'm not sure if Rex Burkhead is going to be able to play week one. I'd have to look again in the injury report. But uh, that team, you just, from a system standpoint, you're just so used to plug and play type of players with New England that you're just like, they're just going to find some, some fucking guy's going to get a couple touchdowns and yeah. look really some random white guy from Kroger's will be. Yeah. That, that team, I, they find the best white dudes. I don't even know. I don't know how feeling from Minnesota doesn't, isn't a Patriot. Like I, I, they yeah. find New England usually finds these fucking stud white dudes that I don't even know about, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and, and, and you just assume that things are going to be all right. But at some point you're like, look, we got a fucking 40 year old quarterback, no wide receivers. Um, we've got our tight end. Sure. We, we got, we're going through a change of guard here at running back. The offensive line isn't what it used to be. Um, you know, defensively, hopefully they're, they've got question marks defensively from a cornerback standpoint this season. Um, they, there's a lot of issues there, but you just assume that organizationally and coaching wise that they'll just be able to cover them up. But I think Houston's primed, man. I think if yeah. Sean Watson's healthy, this team will be scary. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride Patriots at home. I, a close one. Houston plays them well. I'm, I'm gonna take Tom at home. You got Houston, so that's you know that'll be a good one. Uh, let's see here. We got the other one that I was kind of. Really happy to see now that Khalil Max gone is the Rams versus the Raiders. This game may not be even be close. I'm Rams might blow these dudes the fuck out. Yeah. Like I yeah. think that I, Gruden is like I told you before. I don't think Gruden's the best Gruden in the household. Like Ooh. 
Jay Gruden is better than John Gruden. I'll say that again. Jay Gruden is better than John Gruden. Like the Raiders, nothing, nothing scares me about the Raiders. Nothing. No, you know, I, I think the Raiders, <laughs> you know, I think, I think they could be due for a little bounce back offensively, but that team is awful defensively. They lost their best defensive player. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, and I don't think John Gruden's that good of a coach. No, like you can't, you can't go pay John Gruden a hundred million dollars and then talk shit about paying a twenty how old? It's twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-six year old stud defensive most valuable player of the league maybe a year or two ago, a hundred million dollars. Like he went like, all I, pro like, outside linebacker and, uh, and defensive end. Exactly. You can't. You can't sit here and talk about how tough negotiations are, this, that, and the other, when you haven't done shit in years and you got a $100 million contract and this dude is more relevant than you are. And those crazy. type of guys are the guys that you want to pay. Those guys in the trenches, those guys are going to get after the quarterback. Those are the guys that you want to pay. And I mean, you're telling me you can't find a way to make that happen? Yeah. Like, fucking get rid of everyone else to get rid of bruce Irvin and like go go figure shit out but yeah, make sure he stays and bruce like, Irvin, you know you gotta keep bleeding exactly you can't let that guy go and i don't they, care how many picks you get you could draft, they send a you second. Could draft they yeah. sent a, they sent a second like, round pick exactly i would have i mean that that to me Wow, Chicago made out. They're gonna get there. I mean, they lost their first. They're gonna have two seconds. Like what? Yeah. For and all they had to really use was these first round picks. That whatever. At the end of the day, you can sit there and say, "Look, he's proven, and he's twenty six. I may not draft this kid. May not pan out the kid I'm drafting. I know I'm gonna have this guy as long as he's healthy and doesn't have a you know career ending type of injury." He's yeah. going to be on my team until he's 31, 32. Like, are you kidding me for that? And then you give your set, like, unbelievable. And that's the type of shit that Raiders fans, five years from now, when you're a shitty-ass team, still, and organizationally you're in shambles and you're in this gorgeous fucking stadium in Las Vegas, and you sit there and you're like, Wow what the fuck happened to this team that was a game or, or could have gone to a Super Bowl two years ago? Um, you know, what happened to this team? Yeah. And it's going to be you, you hired an egomaniac who thinks he's the shit, who hasn't coached in forever, and the last decade of him coaching was subpar, to say the least, before oh, yeah. he got fired. Just so, like Eminem's music is subpar in the last decade. Wow, bro. There we go. <laughs> we go is it great no no it hasn't been great (laughs) i had to throw it in there it's all right all right but no you're right you're right you're right and john gruden his last six years in the league didn't make the playoffs no man and 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 you paid the guy a hundred million dollars and you're bitching about paying khalil mack like he shouldn't have said anything in that press conference he should have been like hey we couldn't come to terms um so we ended up making a move don't talk about that. Like, I don't even want to get into. T- oh, well, we have to understand cap and flexibility. Like, I don't want to hear that shit, man. There's certain guys you make it work, 
and you make it work for a kid like that. And I hope he fucking kills it in Chicago and he makes them look stupid every week. Oh, yeah. He's got 40-something sacks since his rookie year. I mean, I mean it's insane. He's got 40-something sacks already. Defensive most valuable player. There's, I, I can see the Rams questioning paying Aaron Donald just because maybe his age. Like, that was my big thing with him was like, oh, well, you know, do you want to pay Aaron Donald? Because, you know, he, he's a little closer to being out of his prime, so to speak, from just like an age standpoint. Yeah. But a 26-year-old? Yeah. Like, wow, man, you're you're morons. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, so it's safe to say we're picking the Rams on that one. Oh, yeah. I hope the Rams straight shit on them. And I can't wait to – what I will watch outside of the Rams offensively, I will watch that press conference when they put a mic in John Gruden's face after they just get just straight fucking dick slapped oh, by yeah. 30 points. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's going to be – uh, that'll be a bloodbath, I think. Um, then our, uh, our our boys up north in Seattle, they got the Broncos. This might be – I don't know. This is, this is a uh, coin flip game for me. I don't know who's going to win this one. I don't, I don't know what's going on in Seattle. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, Denver, they have a defense still. Not as good as it was a couple years ago. They have Shane Ray, Shaq Barrett, Von Miller, Nick uh, Bradley Chubb. They still got some solid pass rushers. Corners are good. Safeties are good. Linebackers are iffy. O-line is better. Case Keenum, can he repeat what he did last year? Yes, and I think he can. I, I, I think he can. I, if he can, which I think he can, he's going to have more weapons than he had in Minnesota from a wide receiver standpoint and those wide receivers are, will be thanking him for getting out there and slinging the rock to him. My thing with them, I think they will beat Seattle and I think it'll be by 13 points. Like I, I, I don't think, I think all the Seattle fans are delusional to, I don't think they're going to be a very good team. I, and I say no. that without – I mean, I know I'm a Niner fan, you know, but I'm being dead honest. Like, if they can somehow – and Russell Wilson's the only reason why I'm even giving them maybe a chance. Yeah. But if, if they can somehow put together a decent season this year, I would be baffled. Yeah, that I think this is terrible. Goes, yep, I think this goes right to another – no playoff type of season and probably a lot closer to 500, maybe even a little less. Yeah. This might be Pete Carroll's last year, John Slender's last year. They, they you know, they lived off that Sherman draft, the Bobby Wagner draft, the Russell Wilson draft, and they haven't drafted well since they, you know, they cut their, their wide receivers from last year's draft. They cut their defensive tackle from last year's draft. The first round pick, they cut him. Yeah. Granted he had an injury because he went and did like some ATVing and got really hurt, but you know, you, you don't, you didn't, you didn't rake the benefits of those picks. So Seattle, Seattle might be in for a long season. I'm with you on that one. They, they're probably going to be under 500, seven and nine, six and ten. Seems like a logical fit, but it's Russell Wilson, so we don't really know. Russell can yeah. make some magic happen. It's my only guy that I'm a little like not sure about. Yeah, and then the whole thing with Earl Thomas, that made you know 
they a lot of Seahawks fans like to shit on the Niners for their 2014 dysfunction and 2015 dysfunction, 2016. Well, this is what happens when you win. The Niners won for four or five years straight, and then things happen. Seattle won for four or five years straight. You don't draft well because you're drafting high in the rounds, and then you lose free agents, and then you don't pay people. Things happen. Seattle's going through what the Niners have gone through the last couple of years, and that's what, that's the transition that they're making. I'm going Denver. I think Denver wins it. Close game, seven seven points or so, just because Russell Wilson is unpredictable. The man can play ball. So I'm going to take Denver by seven um, at home in case Keenum Mara starts, and we'll see how Denver finishes the season. All right. All right. Not bad. And then you got the Chiefs and Chargers. This one, I don't know. The Chargers play in a soccer field. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but they're going to be good. I. I. That's a good team. I think the Chargers have a, a pretty good team. They play in a shitty soccer field. They're like the, the lost child there in Los Angeles that no one even talks about. But, I think that team can do some work offensively, defensively. Philip and they got a quarterback and Philip Rivers. I think they will be better than what people will give them credit for. And Kansas City, they, they've got everything you'd want. They just got that that rookie quarterback. And, oh, wait, in the second year. Yeah, but, I mean, he's essentially a rookie. He hasn't he yeah. only started one game. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I think they made – I think they made the right decision for themselves as an organization to move on from Alex, even though I'm a, I'm a fan of Alex. But um, I think he's going to go through growing pains, and I think he's going to throw a lot of interceptions. But I think he – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this kid's in the 35, 3,700 yards, um, 20-something touchdown, and like 16, 18 interceptions. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in that 18 interception range. No, I mean he's a gunslinger. He's you know they call they said oh he's like Brett Favre, so we'll see. Um, Chargers defensively, Derwin James was the pick this year, the first round. They still got <laughs> Joey Bosa and Ingram. They got players all over the place on defense. Offensively, they are better. Uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Telvin Benjamin. They they got players, yeah. man. The, the yeah, that's a good players. team. That's a team people don't talk enough about. But I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs on the road. Andy Reid. Okay. I like Andy Reid. Andy Reid always gets his quarterbacks ready, no matter who the quarterback is. Um, I'll take the Chiefs on the road. Um, I just I, I got more faith in Andy Reid than I do uh, the coach of the Chargers. I forgot his name, but it, you know, he, oh Anthony Lynn, excuse me. But yeah, it, I, I'm gonna go with Andy Reid and the boys in, in red. Uh, they should win that game. I think they'll 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 get it done just because I trust their run game a little bit more than I trust the cheat the Chargers run game. Kareem Hunt, huh. Melvin Gordon. We'll see. Melvin Gordon was a little banged up in the preseason, so we'll see how that goes. But I, I'm I'm in the Chiefs on that one. I'm definitely going Chargers, but well, that's fine. But it'll be close. It'll be bro, close. Bro, can the Yankees win back to back games? Jesus Christ! I'm watching the game right now too while we're talking. But I don't know, man. Come I, on, I, stopped, man. I stopped watching this past week. Week and a half, two weeks. Like I'm like, I need to give them a break. They're pissing me off. Six nothing. Are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> Whatever. Well, last game for our game, Niners Vikings. The one that matters. The one that matters to us the most. Um, 
I'm gonna be a homer. I'm taking the Niners at at, at Minnesota. Like, oh um, yeah, I'm taking the. Uh, I mean, that would be me. Yeah, we're taking the Niners. Do you remember what Carl Hyde did the Vikings last time opening night? Yeah, I'm telling you right team. now. I, I we're taking care of business. I don't care how good that defense is. It's going down. Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing at least two touchdowns. <laughs> Two touchdowns to Jimmy Garoppolo. The defense is going to get a touchdown. And why, don't be surprised when you see Pettis in the 60, 70-yard range in a, a touchdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like the Niners' defensive line versus the Vikings' offensive line. Uh, oh, rookie yeah. center, they don't have their starting right guard. They don't have their starting right tackle. So who lines up on that side? Solomon Thomas and DeForest Buckner. Mm-hmm. So, Kirk Cousin, you better be moving because those two are coming. Fred Warner starting. Fred Warner was solid in the preseason. Um, my concern with the Niners has been the running back, and that's Morris or Brita. We'll see how that goes. Um, I like the massive matchups between uh, Trey Wayans and Pierre Garcon. I actually like that matchup. I, I, I'll take Pierre all day in that one, um, especially yeah. – especially you know, in those quick 10, 12 yard routes, I will take Pierre Garcon in that, in that, in that matchup there. Um, George Kittle versus their linebackers. I'll take George Kittle in that one too. It'll be a good game. Uh, I'm, I'm riding Niners by eight or nine points. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I think Kyle Shanahan brings out everything just to be like, listen, I could win with, I can win with Jimmy. I can win with Kirk. We'll make it happen. So I'm, yeah. I'm riding Niners there, but the Vikings are good. Don't not to disrespect the Vikings. The Vikings got players. The Vikings are going to be a good team. Kirk Cousins is going to be solid, and I, you know, I want to see Sherman versus versus uh, Thielen. If I see Sherman versus Thielen, that that'll be a nice little matchup there. So, you know, I think Shanahan scheme wise, I think he'll do things to make uh, um, Kirk Cousins a little uncomfortable. I think. Uh, They'll find ways to do that defensively. And, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, Shanahan, you know, he's going to have to scheme the shit out of this one without having his go-to, you know, running backs that he probably envisioned going into the season, being able to really unload um, um, McKinnon and um, our fullback, Jesus. Juice check. Juice. Juice, yeah. Um, being able to unload both of them. I was really excited to see both of them on the field, uh, Juice and McKinnon, and see how defenses kind of handle that when they both run out. But, you know, we'll have to wait till next year for that. Will we still have roster. True. Um, but, you know, we, we from the running back spot, yeah, that's the question mark. But I, I like Matt, and I think he's extremely explosive. But – We'll see how that goes. I'm I'm more interested to see these wide receivers with Jimmy Garoppolo because I like for the first time in a while, I think we have a, a three, four, at least four wide receivers that I'm a big fan of that I can't wait to see. And like you said, Pierre Garcon and Trey, that'll be fun because Pierre Garcon's gonna welcome physicality. It's gonna he's he's gonna be cool with it. He's gonna push back. I mean it's it's He's going to get, you know, the, these Trey might bring the dog out, but Pierre Garcon will bring it right back, and it's going to be fun. And then on top of that, we've got Goodwin, who can take the top off any minute, and then, you know, Pettis, who can be all over the place, and Bourne, 
who has, has shown that he is a reliable wide receiver. I, I'm excited to see Jimmy year two in the offense, what he can bring. And I think this will be a really good matchup. And I still think people are shit on our defense. And I think our defense is going to be pretty damn good when it's all said and done. Yeah, much improved by week three. We'll have Ruben and Fred Warner starting a linebacker. I'll be there. Kansas City Niners versus the Chiefs and Foster's first game back. So the defense is going to be getting there a lot, a lot sooner than people think. Sherman, Nikello, Tart, Colbert. AC, uh, baby. Like, AC, my yeah, boy. Niners don't have a pass rusher, like a, a like a true, true pass rusher. But they'll do it with power. I was looking at some analytics. Most most sacks come from interior pressure, being caused by interior pressure. So Buckner and Armstead, if they can get their hands on these guards and centers and push the pocket back and force these quarterbacks to stay there, yeah, they'll get some sacks. We'll see, though. Um, Sherman looks healthy. You know, don't sleep on look Sherman. Good. You know, look good. good. Look good. You know, he's never been fast. He's just smart. And that's 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 the most important part. I was I always a Sally. fan. I need Sally this year. I need yeah. to see Sally. I need him to do work. Yeah. And, you know, with Sherman, my thing with Sherman, like, oh, well, he's not healthy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I didn't care if he was healthy. I didn't care if he played. I just wanted him to teach. That was my whole thing with him. Like, just teach. Teach Akello. Akello needed, I think, is a perfect, perfect move by them, like you said. Akello gets to just learn from this dude for yeah. the next year or two. I mean, come on now. That, that's, yeah. You couldn't ask for better with his build and what he needs to do. Um, and I, I think they're both going to play really well together. Yeah, it'll be a good year. The Niners, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I got mixed reviews on the Niners this year. I'm, I'm, I've been in that nine and seven, eight and eight pool just because you know you never know, man. Injuries already. Nine. Been the Niners. Nine wins is is a safe bet. Um, we'll see how they go. But this week, first week of the season, man, we're here. Niners. Let's go. Yes. Um, it's going to be a go. fun season. I, I got direct TV for this shit. I got direct TV <laughs> for this shit. I'm ready. And you know what? They know it's been really – they know what the cool part is. The NFC is loaded with quarterbacks. Like, have you, have you really looked at it? Wentz, Dak, uh, Alex Smith, Jimmy, Goff, Wilson, Sam Bradford. Say what you want about Sam. Sam can pass the damn ball. Breeze, yep. Cam, Matt Ryan. Like, the NFC is stacked. Stacked. So it, it NFC, a lot of really good. I think the NFC will be a lot more from the AFC though, but it'll be stacked this year. It's gonna be solid. Yep, agreed. But it, it's it'll be good. Thursday night tomorrow, uh, Falcons Eagles. Uh, I think we're both riding the Eagles in this one, right? We said oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go Philly. Um, shout out to the Eagles fans out there. I know they listen because they hit me up all the time. Like, where's the podcast? We we took a little break. I moved. Fern's been busy. I'm in school. I've been working two jobs and coaching and been everywhere, man. So, you know, life life first, family first. And uh, I think we're back at it. Football's back. You're in. You're settled in the new the new hotness, the new crib. Yeah, the crib. Doors and, open. Uh, and and I'm I'm back and we're good to go. We'll be doing this well every week now. Yeah, we'll try to bring it every Thursday. Record on Wednesday, bring it out Thursday. We'll, we'll right before the game, so that way people have it. Um, but yeah, man, it's gonna be a good season. We will be back next week, um, Wednesday, or Wednesday into Thursday, discussing the week's previous games and then going through our real quick picks just to yep. get it out there and whatever stories come up. Um, real quick, just shout out to Kaepernick, man, and Nike. That's my boy. I'm a veteran. I'm I'm running with Kevin no matter seven. what. I don't care. No seven. So 
let's get that let's get that real clear here on my side. Cap is uh, Cap's cool with me. I serve my country. Cap's cool with me. Facts, baby. Facts. But uh, Fern, as always, man, it's been a pleasure. We will be back next week. Let's go. We're back at it, baby. Let's do it. All right. All right, Fern. All right. Peace out, bro. Peace.